0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Urban Robot Cat Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Likens.
1: I'm Chris RWK. And I'm Corey from Strange Cat Toys.
0: And we're here for episode 23, right? (laughs) I guess I should have looked at that before we started.
2: I'm just going to say yes.
0: Because, yeah, it's 23. That's what episode 23. But first, let's take a second. To thank our sponsors, first up we have Stickerfied. Stickerfied made a wonderful sticker for us, and they want to do the same for you. Make sure to head over to stickerfied.com for all your sticker needs. Also, No Love City, NoLoveCity.com, where you can get the official Urban Robot Cat T-shirt, and if you use the code Urban Robot Cat, you'll receive ten percent off your order. Also. SD Prints. SD Screen Printing is a company that can make wonderful product for you to sell at your booth or table or something if we ever get opened up from coronavirus, but also you can make some wonderful product to sell in your store. And then we also have TYO Toys. TYO Toys makes some wonderful DIY platforms that you can draw some wonderful original artwork on the side of and maybe, uh, you know, sell it in your store or, you know, just have it for a cool piece to have on your desk. Uh, But you can check them out over at tyotoys.com. So Chris... Yeah. What have you been up to?
2: You know, this week, not too much. I had, uh, my one eye was bothering me. I think it's from uh, working on the computer for uh, my nine to five so much, just staring at the computer all damn week.
0: But only one of them. Yeah, yeah just my weird. right eye.
2: Yeah, just the right eye. It was weird. I don't know. It's either that or my wisdom teeth bothering me. So like, I don't know, Just having like weird blurry vision and stuff. So I didn't really work on too much art. I kind of took a little bit easy, but I did did get some good news about some painting selling uh, from uh, 2 and 2 Arts Gallery. Um, and that's about it. And not too much else, you know. Look, Just looking forward to recording with you guys.
0: Oh, That's what you've been waiting for all week.
2: Absolutely. See, people don't realize what day we're recording on. I had to wait all week because it's a Friday. What about you, Corey? Still sticking at home and shipping out orders. I don't know if... There's
1: just been like a little bit of a surge of orders because people are bored at home and got their stimulus or have retained their jobs still. But orders have been good, so that's great. And I appreciate anybody that's gone on and bought something. How about you, Travis?
0: Not a ton. I did. Uh, I did buy a piece of artwork this week. Picked up a new piece from Below Key. So it's a nice little. Uh, I think it's like 8 by 10 I don't know. I can't remember exactly, but it's a little piece of uh, canvas or, or wood panel, one or the other. I can't remember.
1: Oh, coming in the mail?
0: Yeah. yeah, it's coming in the mail. So it's, uh, it's pretty sweet. I wanted to you know kind of support um, somebody. I've been watching their work for a long period of time, so he put up some cool stuff this week, so I grabbed one. So if you want to check out some artwork, I think he has a few things still available. Uh, make sure to head over to Instagram and look for below-key and you can check out a store from there. He's a, he's a good dude.
2: He's a, I definitely want to have him on the show.
0: Yeah, he's got a good character. I like it a lot. He's
2: a good dude. I've known him for a couple of years through the scene and stuff. We've collaborated on a couple of things. And, you know, I think he would be a good guest. Wait, wait, hold on. Before we go any further. You said... You you said you didn't have that big of a week. Meanwhile, it was your birthday, your anniversary, like a million things this week for you. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's uh, it's, it's hard to, I mean, I guess like when you don't leave the house, it all seems like <laughs> the same day, like over and over again. So Did
1: you guys like get all dolled up and you put your makeup on and stuff?
0: Um, I did put on like nice, like leisure pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went from like my sweatpants to like nice leisure pants for, for dinner and a nicer T-shirt
2: some pit stripes on those he ch- he changed out of his adidas breakaway pads <laughs>
0: you know you don't want to get too dolled up i mean it's not like i can do my hair like what the heck my hair is like getting so freaking long
2: oh, i hate it
0: like i'm seriously like this close to letting my wife she's been like bugging me like let me try cutting your hair i'm pretty close to letting her do it because if it doesn't work out i'll just buzz it and by the time i can get a haircut again anyway it'll grow back out Yeah, exactly That's- Nobody's I've seen of, you.
1: <laughs> I've seen a lot of parents giving their kids the Tiger King cut. Oh, oh Jesus.
0: No, that,
2: that's, that's just called Florida, Corey. <laughs> so.
0: I mean, I believe that's just called a bullet, but it has been rebranded Tiger King. So, but we are not here just to talk about wonderful haircuts that Corey's going to get by the end of the week. We do have a guest that came all the way from Hawaii. We have the wonderful Seven Sketches on the line midday while we are in the evening. So Seven Sketches, welcome to the show. Right on, you guys, thanks
3: so much for having me. I'm really honored to be on this podcast.
0: So, uh, if you wouldn't mind telling folks that may not know who you are a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do in the world of art. Yeah, yeah, so definitely.
3: So, yeah, again, my name is Derek. I'm from Hawaii. Um, so, the name of my brand is uh, Seven Sketches. And basically, I do character designs. And uh, most of my, my merchandise is on stickers. But in addition to stickers, I do apparel, canvas prints, enamel pins. Uh, Recently, I started painting a few murals here and there, and then I'm so excited, um, I'm about to get into the world of um, uh, uh, designer toys, so that's something on the horizon. Mm -hmm. I'd say my art is inspired mostly by uh, graffiti and anime, although I'm not good at either. I'm a huge fan of graffiti, and I'm not really a hardcore anime uh, fan or anything like that, but I love the artwork behind it. So I take elements from both styles of art, and I kind of blend it together and implement it into my artwork. But uh, yeah, that's basically what I'm all about with regards to my art.
0: When did you first start, you know, creating? Were you somebody that's created from a young age, or did you get into it like later in life?
3: I've been drawing pretty much ever since I can remember. I mean, as young as like three years old, I've been drawing, and I just kept drawing throughout like elementary, high school, college. Took I actually took courses and you know uh, majored in a few different art programs. So yeah, it's just been a
0: part of my life. So at what point did you start kind of doing your signature character, which is the the panda that you do? At what point did you kind of create that?
3: So actually, so, okay, so five years ago is when this whole thing started. I have a friend who does these um, art shows, and she's always, every time I run into her, she would always encourage me to be a part of it. When I actually first started, it's called Art and Flea, this um, art show. When I first uh, did it, my first series of uh, merchandise were revolved around um, vintage arcade games like Pac-Man, Nintendo. So there was a theme, so everything I drew was, you know, like, Mario Brothers, Pac-Man, what have you. Uh, the second event didn't have a such a strict theme, so that's where the panda came about. i I did a whole bunch of like um char- original characters, including the panda, an octopus, a cat, et cetera. And so the the panda is what like stood out the most for me amongst all of the the characters that I've drawn. So from that point on people kept asking me like, "Oh, can you do more of those pandas? Can you do mashups and what have you?" So, yeah, it basically started about 5 years ago.
0: So when people started asking for the mashups, you just you just went crazy because you've done the panda like a million <laughs> different pop culture mashups and like designs and you know everything from hip-hop folks to Pikachu. You've done you've done pretty much everything.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I have a wide range of interests and when I'm doing these events, like a lot of people will just give me like suggestions or requests or what have you so I'll I'll jot it down and then you know when, when an event comes up I'll choose the ones that I you know resonate most with like I especially like to choose from my childhood like whatever I grew up watching or that I actually like know about but sometimes if people ask enough then I'll do a character that I really have no idea who that person is but it's really popular people seem to like it so I'll go ahead and do a mashup of that too.
0: So Corey and Chris have you ever seen his booth at like five points?
2: Yeah last year i think he
0: has like a bajillion stickers and then i asked him i asked him a question the last time i was there and he told me he cuts most of them by hand
2: oh i didn't know that (laughs) yeah man (laughs) that's that's a good way to get arthritis real quick
3: (laughs) i know seriously i'm just trying to save a buck at the expense of my 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 health i'd say in the
2: long run you'll save much a lot more time (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, you know, what? like, I mean, speaking of which, like, that's interesting you said that because so five years I've been doing this and I've cut I've been cutting my stickers this whole time. I've even had friends who like offered to cut with me. Um, but this I had done this design not too long ago and it, you know, it seemed to be really popular. So I didn't want to go through like cutting, you know, thousands of stickers. So I actually went and got it professionally done.
2: So I'm getting my foot wet. I could also suggest getting them printed on clear vinyl. So yeah. if, you know, if it, even if you're doing like a square or something. Uh-huh. you don't have to cut them because it's clear
0: around it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, I didn't think about that. Pro-tip. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll jot that down.
0: Derek has, you know, five years of experience with the stickers. Chris has like a bajillion.
2: <laughs> I didn't even mention my, my oldness this time. It was, trouser right off the bat. Nice, thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, feel, I feel like at this point, Chris has probably seen every type of sticker, material-wise.
2: Yeah. Material, printing technique, yeah. Uh, there's a lot more out there than people would even think or even know about, to be honest.
0: When I first met uh, Derek, it was when I was in Hawaii for Pow Wow Hawaii. And then, you know, a couple years later, this guy gets to to paint out there. What was it like to, you know, to get to paint in Pow wow, Hawaii for the first time? Oh, dude. Okay. First first and foremost,
3: that's Pow Wow Hawaii was something that I've always wanted to do, but I never really had any experience in painting at such a large scale. You know, I have not done murals. I've done one mural when I was in high school but that was like thousands of years ago and it it was not good and then I got invited to do powwow mostly because the owner the founder of powwow his wife she has a store that carries my stickers and they've been selling really well so she had told her husband about me so he reached out to me and you know invited me to be a part of it and I was like so excited but nervous at the same time because as much as I wanted to do a mural um for powwow I never knew it was going to happen so soon I I kinda of wanted to build up to it, you know, get some practice in and you know feel com- comfortable painting at such a large scale and on top of that in front of people too, right? Because it's a, a week-long festival and people are like coming, you know, on a daily basis, checking on your progress, watching you paint live. So it was like I was super nervous and super excited at the same time. But I had so much fun and just the response, you know, by the public coming up and you know, talking stories and like taking a lot of pictures and reposting. I freaking loved it. It was like the it was a blast.
2: Wait, so so your second mural was during Powwow?
3: So, when I met
2: Travis, um I was just
3: a, you know, an attendee just of, you know, checking it out. Uh-huh. The year after that, I got invited to do uh, Powwow. Yeah, so I've done it for 3 years now.
0: Yeah, and this this year's mural was was pretty pretty nuts. It turned out really really well. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. And then
3: that wasn't supposed to be. So, when I did my first mural, I did it with um, brushes. Second mural with cans and finished it up with brushes. And then this year I wanted to go with all cans. I proposed my design, but before I even got to propose it, I was told last minute that, you know, it had to be a specific theme because it was on a particular property that wanted, you know, they had kind of like their own guidelines or whatever. So at the very last minute, I had to just come up with the concept and I just didn't have enough time. So I just pulled from what I've already drawn, slapped it together. And that's what you see now on my Instagram. And actually that worked to my advantage because of the, the location. It's heavily tra- trafficked by uh, locals and tourists, uh, Japanese tourists in particular. So that design that I did, it it appeals both to local people from Hawaii and from from
0: Japan, or just people that are into anime in general.
2: That's awesome. Yeah,
0: for people listening, it has a lot of uh, Studio Ghibli, uh, Ghibli, however you say that. Yeah, I don't even know how to pronounce it either. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it has a lot of references to that.
2: So that that was the Totoro one, or is that, was that a different one?
3: Okay, yeah. So that's the yeah. You're right. It's the uh, Totoro one, the pineapple
0: Totoro, and the cat Bus, Yeah, yeah, that was really awesome. I remember seeing that. Uh, thank you, thank you. Then uh, also around that same time, you also got to do a mural that was, you know, kind of like a collaborative mural with uh, Quicks and Woes. Correct?
3: Quicks, Woes, and Slick. Yeah, dude, that was crazy to me. Like I. Didn't, in a million years, I didn't see that coming because I'm still like a newbie at this, I'm um, doing murals and stuff like that. I was with um, Quicks and Woes and they're all talking stories about like, you know, doing a mural together. And that was already planned with um Ken from From the Heart. Like he, he chose me as one of the artists because I already like, you know, sell stuff through his store. And then we work with Quicks to, um, you know, sponsoring him to do shows with us. And then Quicks is homies with Woes, so he got wolves to jump on this. And then Woz is you know homies with um Slick, so that's how that ca- that wall came together. Um, prior to that, Woes was like, hey, we got this. Um, I got this skate park that we can paint at, and he was talking to Quicks about it, and he invited me too. And I was like, kind of like not taking it seriously, cause I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna paint with these legends, man. These guys are like so good, and I'm just like starting off, but um. He was serious, like, you know, he's asking me, so Derek, which wall do you want? I'm like, what, are you serious? I get to fame with you guys, I'm sure. So I did a small little piece with those guys prior to the the larger one with
0: Slick as well. So, and then, uh, you know, you're, you're doing a mural with these with these guys, and you just didn't really even know that you were going to be doing it, and you decide to introduce a new character at the same time during the mural. <laughs> this character you introduced, uh, B-Boy Bananas, like, he's just got a, you know, a sick little stance to him and everything. I mean, it's just a cool cool character. So I think it's crazy that, uh, you know, you really, I feel like in the past like year, have really stepped things up. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. As far as you mentioned earlier, you have some, a designer toy kind of in the works. Is, uh, is that something you can mention or is that something you can't talk about?
3: So the only reason why I would hold back is if I didn't know if it was going to actually happen or not. So, you know, I don't want to say like I'm going to be doing this and it just never happens and, you know, I'm kind of, a, but... You can will it into existence. If, if you right, like if I put it out there. <laughs> is it your own
1: original design or are you doing a mashup with somebody?
3: So there's two. So one is a mashup and then one is um, an original. So, so maybe, okay, I'll talk about the original one first. So, um, so like as you were mentioning, like the panda thing kind of exploded for me. So, so if I, if I had to do a toy, of course it would have to, I'd have to go with the panda because so many people really like that and it, I actually when i designed the panda in the first place i had it in mind that if you know to turn it into a toy someday in the far future so that's why i I treat it like it's like kind of like a platform you know like kind of the design is simple to begin with so it's easy to like do like mashups and what have you and so the way that came about is um again ken from from the heart like he and quicks were talking and you know quicks kind of advised him like yeah if you want to take it to the next level um you what you should do is you should do your own toy and so Ken was like, you know, the first person that came to mind is me because, you know, like I was the first local artist to be working with him. So Ken reach, reaches out to me and asks if I'd like to do a toy. I'm like, yeah, of course, hell yeah, I want to do a toy. It's all I've been wanting to do. And so he's like, he suggested, like, I think we should do your panda. I was like, yeah, I, I thought the same thing too. So, um, so that's how that came about. So, um, so we just had to find a sculptor. And the first person that came to my mind was um, Pixel Buddha. I was already a fan of his from... When I saw his Bat Boy um, sculpture, and I've been following his progress, and I started seeing him working with like big name artists like Quicks and you know Mike Mike Fudge, J C Rivera, so I was like, oh, this guy's so dope. I love his style. So I wanted to reach out to him, but I was hesitant because I thought he's you know like I'm I'm a nobody, so I didn't think he would have time for like you know like rookies or whatever. So then that's when I reached out to you, Travis like, yeah, hey, you know, I was wondering if you could give me some advice or what have you. And you, <laughs> coincidentally, you mentioned Pixel Buddha and. So I've already I wrote to him. He got back to me, and he was like super down for it. So yeah. So um, Pixel and I have been like going back and forth with the designs. It's been finalized already. Um, the, the the files have been sent off, and he's working on the um, what do you call the um, prototype right now. So yeah. So that'll be the nice. first the first toy that I put out, and you know the hopes is that we will continue. If it does well, we'll continue to like you know put out all the other um, popular pandas that I've designed. So that's the one that's one that's come, that's in the works right now. And then the other one is I actually, I've done a few collaborations with Martian toys. It's mostly designs, like like um poster prints, um pins and what have you. And it's with Quicks. So Martian toys, like you know, reached out to me a while back, knowing that I'm a fan of Quicks. He invited me to be part of this poster collaboration. Then after that, um Quicks and I collaborated when he came to Hawaii, and so he took my design with him and turned it into pins. So then he reaches out to me again and he's like, you know, I, I have this um, series for the Tech 63 uh, artist series. And so we we're reaching out to different artists and was wondering if you'd like to get involved. And I was like, dude, of course. And so um, I did a few designs, sent it off to him. He chose one of it. And right now it's in the process of um, being produced. So I feel comfortable talking about it, knowing that it's, you know, in the middle of getting produced. So that's another one that I'm working on, a collab with Quicks.
2: So is most of your work digital? I mean, it
3: became digital when digital was a thing, right? Because prior to that, everything I've done was by hand, mostly pencil sketches. I I would paint a lot. And then when I studied digital arts, I got into that, you know, I got into, like, animation and what have you. And then when I got into the business of selling my art, everything became digital because I noticed that, you know, wherever I go, like, they prefer... If I'm going to print something, they prefer vector art. So, like, I totally, I almost went 100% digital once I started doing Seven Sketches as a business.
2: Okay. So, there was, like, the, there was a sound wave piece that you did for a ThinkSpace show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the process on that? Because that was on glass,
3: I think? I, uh, that was, okay, so that's a, a shadow a shadow box so mm-hmm. you know okay. it's like yeah so what I did with that is I after I painted the separate pieces of sound wave, so it's kind of layered so like you got the background and then I I elevated the next piece by just you know like rolling up some pieces of paper to give it some height uh, and then I glued it and then I put the foreground on top of the glass so that you'd have like three to four layers
2: yeah was an awesome piece i remember that the dimensions to it were great and and that's all hand painted that's really cool
3: yeah man thank you so much and i appreciate that thank you
0: so somebody traveling to the the island of hawaii where's the number one spot to hit for art or toys
3: uh definitely honolulu yeah so that's on the island of oahu which you you visited um on this island we have a few designers like us well, I can only think of one designer toy store, which is From the Heart. But there's a bunch of other little stores that sell um, designer toys as well. But, um, um, yeah, From the Heart would be probably the most known one for that. Um, and as far as, like, yeah, art as well, too. You know, besides powwow, we, we have a lot of little, like, festivals um, that really, like, support local artists. And then we have a bunch of, like, events in, in downtown that kind of revolved around, like, the, the hip-hop scene, too. So you might see some painters over there as well. But basically, o- Oahu in the city of Honolulu.
0: So, the most important thing I learned from him while I was there, guys, uh-huh. is that if you see shaved with a <laughs> e, D on the end of it, if you see shaved ice, don't go there. It's a tourist trap. And <laughs> <laughs> ice. No D is where you got to go. <laughs> right. Shave ice. shave ice. Right. Shaved,
3: yeah, shave <laughs> ice. You want I, to ask for shave ice. If you ask for shaved ice, they'll know that you're not local and you might not get the Kama'aina discount. <laughs> They're going to jack up the price on you. <laughs>
2: gotcha. it, 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 years ago, for my honeymoon, I went to... what? What's the place? It's, I think it starts with an M. It's over, like... It's on Oahu. It's, okay. uh, it's a shave ice place over by, like, the shrimp oh, trucks. Yeah, Matsumoto's Shave Ice. Yeah, that place was insane. The line was, like, out the door. <laughs>
0: but,
2: but it was fantastic. I mean, it was, it was awesome.
3: Yeah, that's that's good, Shave Ice. There, that's, I'm glad you got to experience that.
2: <laughs> yeah, my my one of my friends from high school, he actually moved out there a, a while ago, and uh, he was telling me about uh like the pigeon English and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was telling me about like the the differences and stuff like that, and how you know for his job he's kind of got to speak that, otherwise. People won't talk to him and stuff. <laughs> Can he actually speak? Is he pretty good at it? Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's been out there for a while now. He again, he's got to be out there probably at least ten years now.
3: Oh wow, nice. Okay, okay. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's good at it then. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's, it's funny. Like being from New York, like if people asked me where to bring them for a sandwich, I would know. So it's like when you when I go to like places like that, it's like you want to find those little hidden places so you brought us this like crazy bakery i can't remember the name of it but everything was like fantastic there
3: is it liliha bakery by any chance
2: i don't remember
3: you don't remember at all
2: no is... I, dude, this is like 10 years ago already
3: oh okay okay
2: okay i'm old and i forget, forget. as <laughs> the guys will tell you <laughs> i'm old too so i forget a lot as well dude you look like a 10 what
3: are you talking about <laughs> i wish i was 10 <laughs> i'm that times four Oh, oh damn.
2: Plus, okay. plus some. Okay. Holy <laughs> shit! That's, I thought he was still in college. Holy shit! Okay. No, dude. <laughs> I whiz. <laughs> that island, that island living gets you good, man. See that? Jeez.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. It's the salt water, maybe. So uh, when you uh, went to Five Points this year, I understand it was your first time in New York. Did uh did anything uh? Well, did it live up to your expectations? Because I know you're into like the hip hop scene and everything, so I'm sure you came in with some some ideas of what going to New York for the first time was going to be like.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, so like prior to going to Five Points, I actually was listening to um Gary Ham's um podcast, and he had mentioned that Five Points, even though it's in New York, like he was he himself was surprised to not see so much um urban artwork over there, you know. So I was I was kind of tripping out too, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, but. That didn't, you know, deter me from like going all out with hip hop art because, you know, it's still it's New York still. So, you know, I I went ham with that. You know, like I just went off with all the hip hop characters. So being, so from what I heard from from the podcast, you know, my expectations were was a, lowered a little bit, but I was I was still super excited just to be in New York in general and just to to be part of Five Points.
0: Did you do any like touristy type stuff while you there?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not much. So. The time that I was there, like while I was there, I was still working too. So whatever free time I had, I was at a Starbucks on my computer doing work still. So the one, t- the I only had one day off, and that was the day before I left to come back to Hawaii. And right before that, remember where I was like hanging out with you and Tenacious Toys and the the Vice President from Nickelodeon Toys.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, so that guy like he invited me to go to his um his uh, um his office um in Manhattan. Oh, sweet. Yeah, dude, and I took him up on that offer. And so. I, the next day I went straight to Manhattan, um, went to to visit a studio and I was like, my gosh, man, my jaw dropped. I was I just felt so inspired, so excited, like a little kid in a candy store, meeting all these like artists and you know, talking to them. They're telling me about like their experiences and their past jobs, so nonchalantly too, like, oh yeah, so I just came from Marvel, no, and like nothing. I'm like, what you used to work for Marvel? People are working for Mattel and what have you and I was just like, yeah, I was just so, so stuck. And they're so nice. You know, they had me, they invited me to eat lunch with them. I had beers with them afterwards. I was just like on a high.
0: (laughs) Just came out of New York, like ready to be creative, I'm sure. It was so fun, man. And yeah, as far as like
3: the whole hip hop thing too, like I was, I loved it because while I was there, like a lot of people, like they were able to like, you know, pinpoint my hip hop references. Like even some of the more not so mainstream someone, like this one girl came up to me and she was. I did a piece with a, a Method Man from Wu Tang and Chip Fu from Fu Schnickens, and Chip Fu is like one of my favorite top five MCs. Like till this day, he's like one of my favorite. And she totally recognized Chip Fu uh, on my piece. I was like, "What? That's crazy!" So she bought it, and I I I've been like messaging Chip Fu um, because he's seen that work before, and he actually like he liked it a lot. So I actually sent him a piece too, which really like totally tripped me out as well. And so. As soon as that girl bought it, I I messaged Chip and I'm like, Chip, I'm like, yo, I just sold your piece again to somebody else. And, you know, he's like back and forth all excited. So I was like, oh my God, this is, I can't believe this is happening right now.
2: (laughs) That's awesome.
0: It's always cool when, uh, you know, something you love that you create and then somebody else picks up on it and you get to share, you know, that experience with them as well. Yeah, totally.
2: I I just got to say, random side note is that you brought up Fushnik and, I just was telling my stepson about Shaq and his (laughs) song with them today.
1: No joke. No <laughs> nice. jokes. That's really screwed up.
2: That's cause he said because he said to me, he's like, he's like, Did you know Shaq had a video game? I was like, Yeah, did you know he also had a album and a song with the Foosh
0: Dickens? Shaq Fu. Wow, Shaq
2: that's crazy. Fu, that's right.
3: yeah. Oh, that's
0: a dope song too. <laughs> so you never know where this podcast is gonna go, guys. While well, you were at five points, though so you did get to uh, participate in an art battle.
3: Oh my god, yes, yes. Oh shit. So that too, I did not expect that too. So first of all, when I when I signed up for on um, Five Points Fest, like I didn't even think I would get in. I just did it, you know, just just for shits and giggles, and just to see if I can even. Because, you know, it's, it's a smaller event, so I'm sure they have to be picky, right? So when I when I got in, I was, like, super stoked, and I was excited to, like, share my art over there, but, um and super nervous as well, too, you know, like, I'm, you know, a small country boy coming from Kauai, and I'm going to go to freaking New York, like, where... And
0: he sees this really tall white guy that's familiar, <laughs> not on the corner, <laughs> and starts waving. So,
3: yeah, that helped ease my nerves a lot. I, I know somebody here. <laughs> yeah, so, like, so when they accepted me, I was so stoked, and then after that, um, they actually asked me, invited me to do a paint battle, and... I knew that they had a paint battle from the year before and when i when i saw it saw it the way i saw it was they had like all the artists together painting at the same time so that's what i thought the battle was gonna be so i was like as as hesitant as i was and shy and everything like that i was thinking to myself well if it's a group like that then you know maybe i might not feel as nervous and so i had to kind of really talk myself into it because i was on the verge of i had wrote this long email explaining to them that you know, I'm so honored, but, you know, I'm really new at this and, you know, I'm kind of nervous. I kind of want to like have more practice or whatever. Um, but then last minute I, I erased it and in one sentence, I'm in. Because <laughs> so I, 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 I told myself, like, if I, you know, it's New York, you know, like go big or go home. And, you know, if I don't do it now, I'll never do it again or what have you. So what if this is my only chance too in New York? So I decided to do it. And so I, I said, yes. And then they wrote back I was like, oh, great. That's awesome. And then, um, then after that on Instagram, I I got tagged in this um, post by them and it it said something like you know, oh art battle, uh, Lou Pimentel versus Seven Sketches. I'm like wait what? This is one-on-one <laughs> battle with Lou Pimentel? You gotta be kidding me! Like and I'm aware of Lou Pimentel from 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 a while ago too because I've seen him on on Toy Geeks and so I'm like this guy is like oh, his art is so sick. He looks like a natural. Like I am I'm gonna be get murked out there, man. I can't believe it. But then I quickly kind of got over that. And then I told myself, if I'm going to get, if I'm gonna lose, I, at least I can say, like, yo, I, lo- I lost in a battle in New York. Like, that's better than, I think, winning a battle in Hawaii.
0: And Lou's a very, very nice man. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, but Lou was so nice. Like, I kind of, like, expressed my nervousness through Instagram. And he, he hit me up. And he was like, you know, he's like, yo, don't worry, man. Like, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I, I, I don't, I've, never, I've never even touched cans before. So, let's just have fun. I was like, okay, cool. So yeah it was all fun. I just I had a blast, you know.
0: That is one of the um kind of cool things about 5 Points is art battles. I feel like they get people that don't normally work in spray paint to like do it because I remember I was next to Jim McKinsey uh, 2 years ago at a table and they asked him to do it. They'd asked him and he's like, "Well, I don't I don't really use spray paint." He gets out there and he's like learning how to spray paint his his characters. <laughs> And uh, you know, it, it, he, you know, he had fun doing it. I think it's kind of cool that people that don't usually kind of work in spray paint, they they you know step up to the cause and you know kind of work out there to because they end up doing they donate the the sales of that to a charity and everything. So I think it's kind of cool that you know that people people stand up and do the you know do the pieces and whatnot. So it's
2: fun. It's a little nerve wracking, but it's fun.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Travis, you're doing it next year, right?
0: Me? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it next year if they ask me. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> you, you guys have seen my sketches, so. <laughs> it's like a glorified stick figure (laughs) listen
2: there's a lot of other artists out there making money off of stuff that's a lot worse so don't worry (laughs) i think i think you're good
0: (laughs) i mean it's it's actually it's odd it's happened a few times where somebody will come up to the table and be like hey will you sign my toy and i'm like oh i'm not the artist i'm the the producer oh well will you sign the toy anyway like okay And then it's happened before too, where like somebody comes up to the table, oh, can you sign my book? And I'm like, well, I'm not the artist, I'm just the producer. Oh, yeah, but I want you to sign my book. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, why do you want me to sign your book? But okay. And then I just like draw like a little stick figure, like, so I'm stupid. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do you do in that situation? Just just
2: (laughs) start signing my name. Just it. Just just it. It's just so people will be like, "Yeah, I met Chris Wadewyk. He's this big, tall, white guy with glasses." I'll
0: just, uh, I'll, I'll practice like drawing the robot's head really a lot.
2: No, just, just put a sticker in the book and, and, just put a really, just sign it. That's it. It's good.
0: That I mean, I you know, over the past like decade or so, that has probably happened like six or seven times, and every time I'm like, you know, I try to push it away, and I'm like, it doesn't go away. And then when we made the the children's book. People be like, can you sign the book? Well, I'm not the author. I'm not the artist. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say? Can you sign the book? Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> They're
2: just not hearing you. They're not hearing you. <laughs> but at, when I used to do like um, music events and I'd be selling shirts and stuff like that, I'd have people come up to me and be like, so what time does the band go on? I'm like, which band? <laughs> Your band, Robots Will Kill. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> four o'clock. Be there. I, I had no clue what to say. I was like, uh, "This is not a." After about ten times a day, I was just like, "Yeah, just uh, later on today. Just, just, just watch out for us. We'll, we'll have a good time." That is a good band name.
3: It is. I think so too. <laughs> uh,
0: my wife told me at one point. She's like, "You know, just don't even tell them. Just do it. And just because, <laughs> like, they like cause at the end of the day, they just want the experience, right?" Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got to talk to the the, the musician in person. It's always an interesting experience when that happens. I got that at that,
1: at a couple of the cause shows, and I'm just like, "You think I made all of this? Like, they're all totally
0: different.
2: How could <laughs> you possibly
0: think I made all these? <laughs> and I didn't make any of them. I'm the guy that organized it all and had to set it all up. That's
2: all. I had the easy part. Very, very eclectic style.
0: I practice multiple mediums.
2: So, do do you know um, Lofa out there and? Yeah. In- in- <laughs> Nice. That's so funny you mentioned.
3: Okay, that, that's another coincidence. I literally just met up with him today.
2: <laughs> oh, nice!
3: <laughs> Everybody knows LoFa. I know. When it comes to designer toys, like he's the he's the man. I actually got the um, Dragon seventy six oh, yeah. toy um, that Martian put out mm. from from LoFa. Yeah, yeah. I got the black colorway from him. Nice. And then I ordered the white one off of the website. So
2: nice. I, I know him for we. He did a. A show—it's got to be like ten or twelve years ago—where the artist painted on flip flops. Oh,
3: slippers! Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was a,
2: that was a fun that was a fun time. Wait, it, was a, wait, it was definitely a challenge. <laughs> where was that?
3: That was here in Hawaii. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh no way! That's dope. Yeah, That's that had to that had to be I guess probably like yeah, it's a long time ago.
3: Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it's got to
2: be like probably like two thousand five, maybe.
3: That is such a dope concept because like slippers in Hawaii is a huge thing. like you guys call it flip flops, we call it slippers yeah. over here, and yeah, that's a huge thing, like even if you go to a fancy party, like you'll wear like a nice shirt and nice nice pants, but then you'll still wear slippers
2: <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's see that's living, see yeah <laughs> up here in New York, I'm like five layers deep in clothing on in the winter, it's miserable <laughs> I went out and uh my flip-flops today to
1: go to the storage unit and forgot that uh, my wife and daughter had painted my toenails pink. <laughs> I was like, oh God, made a mistake. <laughs> it was too late. I was already gone.
0: Man, the thing we do for our kids, right? It's
1: quarantine time, do anything and everything. So I see you did a collab with 7-Eleven. Can you talk about how that all came to be?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 7-Eleven, um, oh, it's Okay. Um, my I, I have a friend that actually works for the uh, marketing department, and um, she's an she's an artist as well. Uh, so she had an idea to to do something with Seven Eleven, and um, yeah. she had asked me if I was interested. So I, I was down. She showed my artwork to her her boss, and they liked it. So so it started off with a a small. It was like an event just for Seven Eleven, and it was like kind of like in a private private event. So nobody really saw my artwork outside of that, um, that event. The one that really got big for me was when it was Hawaiian Air, Hawaiian Airlines and 7-Eleven, when they decided to get together to do a project um, around Slurpees. And so when, when they did, when they came together to, to plan that, um, 7-Eleven had um, brought my name up. It's like, oh, we want to work with Seven Sketches. And then Hawaiian Air, because of powwow, I had, uh, I had an um, art, art gallery in their headquarters. So Hawaiian Air was already um, aware of my stuff and, in fact, half of my pieces was bought by them. So needless to say, they're they, they into my stuff too. So then when they heard my name brought up, they're like, oh my god, yeah, I would love to work with 7Sketches. So then so they, came, they approached me and asked me if I wanted to design the, the, the branding behind the new um, Slurpee, Slurpee flavor. And so it, it consisted of the design for the Slurpee cup, the, um, the machine where the Slurpee comes out of. and stickers and they had this whole like um whole interesting interactive thing where like every store has one out of five stickers so if you want to collect all five you have to go to the different oh, cool. um, 7-Elevens yeah so it got and then for me like you know when I was working on it you know like after six months you know I've seen the same design over and over and over like I got tired of it and it looked sim- too simple and plain to me so I was worried that people might not be into it so you know I was just like you know whatever but when I think drop like at midnight my phone started blowing up with like People telling me, like, I collected all five and, you know, doing <laughs> videos and what have you. And I was like, I did not expect that. When I woke up the next morning, as was just, like, nonstop messaging. And people I don't expect to, who, who would think that would be, you know, cool were, like, actively collecting and posting. And, you know, people were just giving me shout-outs left and right. It was such a huge exposure for me. So I definitely, like, was um, humbled by that whole experience and grateful. That's awesome. Uh,
1: how long? How long did it take you to cut all the stickers for Seven <laughs> Eleven?
3: <laughs> Zero. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that would have been. I should have done that though, yeah, because it it kind of continues the story of
0: my my life. Could have like, got a royalty. Your thumb would have just been like click click every time you move it. <laughs> that would have been hilarious.
2: And <laughs> you did a. You've done a bunch of collaborations with uh, Burn Three Fifty Three, right?
3: yeah he's also like another one of those like you know when I first saw actually he's the main reason why I even got into collecting pins like for the longest time I, I used to see pins but never really got into it until I saw his artwork so I was like wow that looks dope and I couldn't afford his um his other his woodwork so but I could afford a pin so I started buying a lot of pins from him I was such a huge fan and I think just one day, I don't know why, but I guess he decided to look at my Instagram and he started liking my stuff. And I was like, damn, this artist that I look up to is actually like liking my posts. And then he then he follows up by saying, like, hey yo, we should collab one time. And I'm like, what are you serious? So so yeah, so then we got to working on um he chose my his his favorite um of my my artwork, which happened to be the panda Voltron. And so we t- took that, turned it yeah. into a pin. A print and uh he did a uh, woodcut of that as well with
2: like lights and everything. But the That's lights. So crazy. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. so crazy. <laughs> yeah. I say he's a good dude. I've known him for quite a while. We we oh. collaborated we've crap we've we've probably started collaborating back in like two thousand one, two thousand two. Wow. So, yeah, he's a good dude. He's a
3: good yeah, dude. mad talented, like i and yeah. it's 22, funny too. Like I so you know of Gallery F, right? G-
2: uh, yeah, Gallery Yeah, yeah okay.
3: Yeah, so I was actually. Oh shoot, I don't know if Burn Burn was a part of you were though, right? You're you've done group shows with them, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So I've done a few shows. Actually, my first um show ever was in Gallery F. So I've done I've done a few of their group shows too. And I I don't know if Burn was a part of it too, but I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea how we even got to know each other through Instagram, but maybe that's that's why. Maybe we had that sim those similar connections.
0: So uh, when I first met seven sketches it actually wasn't the first time i actually had experienced him <laughs> i kind of i kind of forgot about this until we started really talking about it but he was nice enough to sponsor uh, the uvd weekly wrap-up back in the day the old show that we used to do by sending in a t-shirt um with his designs on it so that was the first time i ever had an interaction with him so when i went to hawaii i was like oh we got to meet up because you're the only person i know in hawaii
2: <laughs> i mean
0: it just kind of i guess what i'm trying to get to here is it's like it's kind of crazy how the scene and like you know you get in ingrained in like this independent art thing and you, you kind of know somebody everywhere you go if you travel a lot so you can kind of meet up with people and hang out if you travel around a bit um, so it's kind of funny how like I feel like we keep like passing as we go to like different events and things like that I think it's crazy
3: yeah seriously it's it's crazy how like yeah how this how the world gets smaller you know through like you know social media and then all these like you conventions that we get to go to and you know run into all these people that you know you look up to and whatnot
0: so i do have a question for you about decon last year did you guys did you guys stay at like some sort of like star wars themed airbnb (laughs)
3: yeah that place was so dope everybody thought that we were like in disneyland like we they thought that we actually like rented a room in disneyland but that was just there's like
0: a millennium falcon bed wasn't there yeah, he was no. They were sharing like so. All the guys from Hawaii all kind of stayed together, right? That was kind of the the way you guys got the Airbnb. But like, yeah. they were all sharing like stories, and it's like, yeah. I'm like, where the hell are they? They're like, are they like somewhere at Disney or something? <laughs> and then like, I realized at some point, I'm like, they're in like an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: the entire Airbnb was Star Wars theme. It, awesome.
3: it was awesome. It's so awesome, actually. So what it was, it was each room had like a, a theme. So. Uh, my friend Cavett of Light like, Sleepers, he had the um, the Star Wars themed room. There was a Toy Story one, I think. Um, there was a one for a girl, like I forget what movie it was, but um, yeah, there was like different Disney themed um, rooms, and then the 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 man cave. Like you know, they there was video game arcades, pool table, and they even had like theater seats in there. You know, like the ones where that fold that flop up and down or whatever. I was like, this place is this is a true man cave, like nerd, you know dream right here (laughs) with a jacuzzi and
0: all in the pool. I will say my Airbnb was nothing like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a pretty, pretty normal Airbnb. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, well, I guess when I'd say it was normal, it was a, it was an old hotel that somebody turned into an Airbnb room. So like on the inside, it was like, oh, normal one bedroom apartment on the inside, on the outside. I was like, oh, I'm in a like 1940s hotel. Like, so I guess it wasn't normal, but it was it was nowhere near what your guess is. Oh,
3: I, mean, I hope we can score that one again next year or, or whenever decon decon happens.
0: About
1: that. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: so here we go, coronavirus time. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, you knew it was gonna come up. I, I mean,
0: mean, come on, you. it. <laughs> and it's <and laughs> inevitable. And, and
2: you know it was going to be Travis who brought it up, so you know. <laughs> so Travis, what's what's your update on COVID this week?
0: I guess I think it's worth noting that we are coming off the heels of the announcement that uh, San Diego Comic Con has been canceled. Um, it'll be a little it'll be a little late in this episode, which is going to be about a, we recorded this about a week before you're going to hear this. Um, but uh, you know that is a pretty big statement as far as like conventions are concerned. That uh, you know comics, independent art you know, kind of the culture in which our scene kind of gravitates through a little bit, right? I mean, there's not as many designer toy people at San Diego Comic-Con as there used to be, um, but it is still an event where a decent amount of artists that are involved in what we do show up um, and still artists that have tables there that sell posters and prints and, you know, different uh, aspects of their art. So it it is a big monumental thing that they did not postpone it. They just plain canceled it. Um, I thought that was a, a pretty big statement from the largest convention in the country. I don't know what else to say about it, but uh, if you had plans to go to San Diego, you should probably cancel those, and you're probably a week late at this point. Uh, it would be interesting to see where like New York Comic Con then falls behind that, the reschedule for Five Points, uh, Designer Con, sporting events, and everything that's you know going to be canceled. Uh, whether or not we're going to be able to be in any kind of large groups in the next six to eight months will be interesting to continue to watch.
1: Yeah, I've pretty much counted uh, counted out for all the conventions this year. Um, we're just going to start putting all our exclusives and stuff online every few weeks.
0: And I think a lot of people are probably going to be doing the, the same thing. I mean, it's we can't wait anymore because it's just like dates keep getting pushed or they get canceled. Um, so you, you might as well just develop some sort of new plan, I would assume, and people like uh, Derek they got to travel like far distances to go to these things. it's hard for you guys, I'm sure to like yeah. plan at all what you're doing because it's not easy, even for me that like I was going to go to California or I was going to go to New York or whatever. It's like you got to change everything in order to do that. I mean obviously, we had Airbnbs and stuff established for you know uh, five points, and it's like, well, I guess we need to something about that and it's at this point it's like well what do we, what do we do we, we i guess we just cancel it because we can't reschedule it because we don't know what a date is you know so what do you what do you, what do you yeah. do and it's like how much morning are they going to give us you know like that kind of a thing too yeah it's kind of hard to say what the the rest of the year is going to look like as far as uh events and stuff but my my gut tells me that we're 80 to 90 percent of those events are not going to happen
1: Unless they're in Florida, then you know. <laughs> oh man, you know that uh that horror convention that we do every year, that Spooky Empire? Yes. So they do a they do it twice a year. They do one in May called Mayhem and then one in October around Halloween called the Spooky Empire. And they rescheduled Mayhem for August, like late August, but they're still planning to do the regular Spooky Empire in October. Ooh. I'm like, eh, maybe just scrap.
0: maybe one of them yeah one or the other's gotta go (laughs) what i wonder about like it is in florida and it is a good ways off but like art puzzle
1: and miami is the hot spot right now in florida everybody's outside for that (laughs) it's
0: it's like um, when you really think about it's like how long how long before we do get to go back to something like well i
1: just ordered my first cloth face mask from alex party
0: you're ready yeah, they're uh, talking about part of the new plans for like going out in Ohio will involve you know, requiring a face mask. I saw New Jersey—is it they're finding you? New York, like not if you, New York they're doing it too.
2: I think so. I think New York they started it or they're starting it soon or I don't know. I haven't left my house.
0: So <laughs> I'm gonna need a, a robots so will kill one.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll hop on the bandwagon with every other, art, with every other artist out there right now. <laughs> not, not not nothing says pandemic like making money off of it. Well. <laughs> It, at least I will
1: say for Alex Pardee, he's donating 100% through like Threadless to a charity,
0: so he's not making any money off of it, which is nice. I did say this to my wife earlier in the week. I was like, you know, I kind of feel like the uh, the face mask is the new enamel pen for designer toys right now. Yeah, <laughs> I get, I get it. And if you're donating to charities and stuff like that, I understand. You know, that's that's at least a cause. You know,
2: for, for every one artist donating it to charity, there's yep. about 300 knots. So (laughs) yeah. Very true. So you were born and raised on Oahu or? No,
3: actually I'm originally from Kauai and so or it's pronounced Kauai. And so when I uh, went to college, that's when I moved over to Oahu. And I've been here since I've been here ever since.
2: Nice. And there's a big difference between those two islands or
3: well yeah, quite 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 a huge difference. Kauai's like Kauai is super, super laid back, very chill. It's more if you're an outdoorsy type of person, like Kauai is a perfect place to go. Um, whereas Oahu, that's where all the the nightlife's at, all the events, and you know, just the city, pretty much is a big city. Uh, most of the people, are, you know, you'll see a lot of people from all over the world uh, in on Oahu, as opposed to the outer islands, mostly like local people.
0: Nice. Some of the some of the worst traffic you will ever experience. Oh
3: yeah, <laughs> I know we're up there, like top in the top tens a lot of the years. It's really awful. It's
0: like this small place, but everybody's in the same exact location. <laughs>
3: Yeah man traffic is so bad over here. We're we're in the middle of um building a monorail system which will hopefully alleviate the traffic which uh, a lot of people are not cool about either though. So we'll see how that turns out.
1: Is it going to like blow through like residential areas and stuff?
3: Yeah there's I mean yeah, I think so. I think it's going through some 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 residential areas a lot of business areas. I think that's why there's a lot of um I don't know a lot about it. I don't really keep up with the news, but that's why there's a lot of people like against it and just a lot, so much money is going into it too. So I mean, if it doesn't, if it doesn't help with the traffic, it's going to be a lot of pissed well, off people. In theory, people. in theory, if it goes <laughs> near
0: the airport though, it should help with at least getting the, um, you know, like some of the people that are coming in off the airplanes off the road. Um, so if it, Takes people down to the touristy areas. Maybe that'll take some of the rental cars off the road. That's true. But that's then true. The, the the rental car companies will be mad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's true. You're gonna no matter what you're gonna piss somebody off. <laughs> well,
1: and then plus I'm sure all the I'm sure there's stops on the way that people want to go and like buy things.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, there's that too for sure, for sure. If somebody was visiting, what is like one of the main things you think people had to have to check out?
3: Uh, I guess it depends on what they want to do. Um, if they're, I'm probably gonna just name a lot of touristy things to do. But like, there's a, there's this one. Uh, if you're into like snorkeling, or if you wanna try it, like this beautiful bay, Hanama Bay. Um, it's really nice. A lot of like you know, and like near near the shore, you can just you know you start snorkeling. You'll see a lot of like nice, a lot of fish and nice coral and things like that. So yeah, there's that. I mean, if you want to hike or surf or what, what have. Oh, if you want to learn how to surf, you definitely want to go to Waikiki because um, the the waves are more friendly over there and a bunch of people there to like teach you how to surf. You can rent boards and whatnot. I myself, like, born and raised in Hawaii. I don't know how to surf, so if you ever come <laughs> to Hawaii, I can't help you at all. But it looks it definitely looks fun, and I would highly suggest it if you come to Hawaii to like <laughs> to surf. So. Uh, but yeah, if, if you want to eat food too, like there's a lot of besides what, that um, what was mentioned, the Matsumotos, Shave Ice, uh, Viola Shave Ice is another good one too. Um, shoot, there's just so much good food over here. It's hard to even where to begin.
2: That that's so that's so true. <laughs> I, I, I remember we went to a place. My friend who lived there they took us to this place called I think Curry House, which oh, was yeah. like Japanese curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, that was so good.
0: <laughs> so Woe <laughs> sent me to a place when I was out there but I cannot remember the name of it, but they make like, there's a bunch of different ramen dishes, but one of them is called the hot mess and it's ramen <laughs> with Parmesan cheese
3: Oh wow! in
0: it. Mm. Ah, I can't remember the place. I was hoping you were gonna know.
3: Oh, uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
0: a little chain. It's like a little chain of ramen places.
3: Where, do you remember if it was in Waikiki or?
0: Um, it was close to where they had the Think Space gallery show in that like old like museum or church looking thing. I, I don't know if that was a capital. Oh, building. Or what. Oh, oh. Agu. A-G-U. Agu ramen. Oh, Agu ramen. That might be it. <laughs> oh,
3: okay. oh, that's an awesome spot. Actually. Yeah. And if you're visiting Hawaii for the first time, like for grinds or grinds, when I say grinds, it means food for food. i um, uh,
0: learning the, the slang. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the local slang. <laughs> so where Pawau is at, um, Kaka'ako, there's a, um, there's a little, um, food area called um salt a little shopping area called salt and it's a, it's really trendy a lot of like um cool hip restaurants and the food is so awesome over there and like little shops here and there but you can't go wrong any of those restaurants over there super good food over
0: there honolulu brewing is really good as well so they're right there in the middle yeah. of in Powell wow, where they do like all the murals and stuff so if you're just wandering yeah. around looking at the murals you can grab a beer yeah, but that's a good
3: spot right there because you got awesome art and then good food, and they also have like little bars and whatnot. So it's it's fun at night as well. It's a really happening spot for like the locals and, and the visitors. Yeah. So that's definitely a good spot to check out.
2: I was I was excited because when we went there, we got to go to La Mariana, the sailing oh, club, the the, the, yeah. the old the tiki bar. It was like one of the oldest tiki bars out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: That's that was amazing. I was like. I'm a huge like tiki culture kind of guy. So, like, that kind of stuff just blew me away. It was, it also kind of blew me away how much there really wasn't in Hawaii anymore. Like, how a lot of it was like kind of gotten rid of, I guess, in like the 80s and 90s. That's that interesting. It.
3: No, because I actually I never knew that place existed until my friend brought me there like
0: a couple months ago. So I only went there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You went there before I did.
0: (laughs) It's not where the it's not where the natives go, Chris. (laughs) Oh
2: no! Listen, listen. When it comes to you know random touristy stuff, I'm in. When it's local stuff, I'm in. I just like checking out everything, anything, especially in Hawaii. Like I was just so excited to be there, and just like it. It was just amazing. Like everything was just. I got to go to was it the Hilton Hawaiian village? Oh, uh yeah. that's where we stayed at and like that's wow. where they that's where they filmed uh Blue Hawaii, the the Elvis movie, and they like invented the drink there and all that stuff. That stuff's <laughs> awesome. Shit.
3: Yeah, Sorry. man. There's a lot of like movie spots over here. Like Jurassic Park was filmed over here. King Kong, I believe. Uh, you you got to go to the Dole Plantation. 51st Dates, yes, 51st Dates. Karate
2: karate Kid. (laughs) Lost. Travis, I I did go to the Dole Plantation. I did.
0: I rode rode the train and ate a Dole Whip.
2: Nice. (laughs) How was that? I haven't tried that yet. Dole Whip was exactly
0: what you would it was exactly what you expect, expect okay.
2: <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be honest the dole whip at disney was better though <laughs> oh man how oh, i gotta step it up
0: <laughs> uh so we were when we went out there to the you know because it's like kind of off the beaten path a little bit you got to drive a little ways to get out there from like the main touristy area of you know of the island um but while we were out there we we're like well i guess we'll just Cruise on further and see some more of the island. We found like a local area like where there are beaches and stuff. And we kind of made our way out to the edge of the the you know the island and kind of like we're driving the coast. It is a long ways around that island. Like it take <laughs> it took us forever to drive around that island.
3: <laughs> I did go around the island, the entire island, once by accident because I had some friends visiting me from Cali. And they're like, "Oh, Derek, where, where where can we go?" And that I wanted to take them to Hanama Bay, as I was telling you, folks. So, and I'm a bad driver. I'm bad with directions. So, and this is before like you know the GPS and smartphones. Like before there was even smartphones. So I had to write down the directions and everything. And so I'm taking my friends there. And then it's supposed I'm supposed to get there like maybe like in 45 minutes. And 45 minutes became an hour and a half. And I was trying to play it off like I knew where I was going, but my friends could kind of tell. It's like, oh, Derek, uh, I feel like the sun's going to go down soon. Are we there yet? I'm like, you know what? I'm so sorry, guys. Like, I kind of lost right now. And um, by the time I, you know, by the time I, um, before I knew it, we're back to where we began. So I did a full circle before (laughs) before I brought them to the actual destination. So it took like more than twice as long to get there. It was so strange. But now I know how long it takes to go around Oahu. <laughs> it, is, uh,
0: it is a beautiful trip, though, I will say. There's a lot to see. I'm glad.
2: <laughs> it's also crazy because every, like, it was almost like every area is totally different. Um, yeah.
3: Because,
2: like, you have, like, a like by, like, was it the, uh, Turtle Bay? Uh-huh. At the, what is that, the East Coast? I forget. North, co-
3: uh, north Coast? Yeah, more towards the
2: North Side, yeah. Yeah, like, like it's, like, just, like, beautiful and just open, and, and mm-hmm. then you have, like, Honolulu, which was like a, that's like a city. Right. And then, then I remember being in this one area where there was, I think it was like near the cemetery, the big cemetery that's out there. Uh-huh. Oh. And there was, it was, it was crazy because I remember pulling over the side of the road and there was like mongooses everywhere. <laughs> it was crazy. And like, I read, like me and my wife read a story about how apparently they brought the mongooses to the island to get rid of the snakes. But yeah. then the mongooses took over and started like killing like the cats and all this stuff <laughs> It was crazy
3: backfired. Yeah. Yep. There's, and I never saw um mongoose until I came to Oahu too, actually Kauai, we don't have that. But when I came here and I saw it for the first time, I had, I was tripping out.
2: like, what is that? Like, I thought it was a furry snake. I was like, what <laughs> the fuck is that? That's so crazy. So yeah, but <laughs> my, my wife thought it was crazy. I'm looking down. I'm like, I like, cause there was like cats eating from this, like this food thing. And then I, then I saw like another one, just with all these mongoose around it, I go. Those are freaking mongooses! <laughs> and she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Look at them! I'm like, did those aren't cats? I'm like, they're mongoose. <laughs> and we like, you know, we looked it up and everything. We found out the whole story. It was crazy.
0: Yeah,
3: it's that's. Every time I see one, I'm still. It's still like you know, I still
0: get surprised whenever I see one. It's like, what the heck? So have uh, you ever went to the top of uh, Cocoa Head?
3: Oh shoot! I did you? I did. Holy crap! Never again. That sucks. Never again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But what I was gonna say is if you do go to Hawaii and you walk all the way to the top of that ginormous railroad mountain. So for you guys, if you never did it, it's it's literally like an old military supply railroad thing. And they used to like take a car up there on a crane and it would like pull it up or whatever. And like with supplies and men in it. Well, the crane is long gone and so is the car, but people just run up and walk up and down it. And it's like one of the tallest mountains in Hawaii. It's, I don't know which, if it is the tallest one, but it's way up there. And it's like 80 degree angle, I feel like at a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But when you, when you get to the top, there's a bunch of uh, like paintings and murals and stuff that people have done.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's cool, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, so you need to get all the way up there again and put one up because <laughs> nobody will ever walk up there to paint over it.
3: <laughs> it will never get buffed over, that's true. <laughs> Oh my gosh! That yeah, that was a challenge in the half. And you know, like there's a section of it where like that you got the railroad railing, right? And right beneath it is just nothing.
0: So like I feel like it's like a bridge. Like you go over this like bridge, and it's like if you you move your foot wrong, you're gonna fall in between it and be like dangling there. Totally <laughs> not
3: safe. Like I don't know why there's how people can just easily walk up and down that thing. Going up it, up it, it was okay. But coming down, I was so my knees are shaking. I actually like sat on my butt. Yeah, me too. And just dragged
0: myself. <laughs> Here's the thing: I'm like scared to death to go up this thing, right? I'm like shaking. I'm not good with heights. I'm not gonna lie. Me Grand too. Canyon, I was scared to death. <laughs> you're,
2: you're like ten feet tall. Huh? You're not good with heights. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's up even higher. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> go, going up this going up this thing, right? I'm like kind of clutching to the to the boards and whatnot. And there's people legitimately running up it for exercise.
3: Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what are
0: you doing? You're going to die. <laughs> that was one of those things where I'm like, you know, I look at my wife and I was just like, the things you make me do. But no, it was very rewarding when I got to the top. So I recommend if you are into that kind of thing, you definitely try it. But just just make sure you're ready to... Uh, Health-wise, you're ready to climb. Something like that.
3: Yeah, do get work out prior
0: to like build it, build up your stamina and everything. It's very beautiful at the top, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, do you have any new projects that we haven't talked about?
3: One thing that's coming up for me next is, as far as art is concerned, I'm going to be doing another mural inside of that same building that I, I did a, a mural side-by-side with um, Quicks and Wolves and Slick. So I'm going to be actually doing the inside with one of the people that works there. I'll give her a shout-out, Love Sick. So her and I are collabing and it's actually gonna be I'm gonna be drawing that same b boy bananas inside that wall. So that's what I got in the, the near future. Oh and I'm i I'm putting together a website soon too. Everybody keeps asking me like what's your website, what's your website in this entire time, five years I've not had my own website. I've just been using big cartel or just people just hit me up directly. So
0: nice.
3: I'm gonna be having a website coming up soon. So look for be on the lookout for that. And shout out to Chelsea for helping me with that. So
0: yeah. I, I feel like that's a that's a big step getting that website
3: yeah big step I mean it's you know like for me like seven sketches is you know it's a it's a business right and it's just something I never really like put much effort into like I've just always been busy with events and um uh, you know working with retail stores but I know if I can get into the online world you know I could you know broaden my brand even more so so I'm super excited about it.
0: Yeah, and I think with the uh, traveling you've been doing to, you know, like Decon and Five Points, um, you know, kind of spreading out your market outside of just Hawaii is going to be big for you for you and what you're doing.
3: Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, and that's why. And I love to travel, so it's and just to like connect with all these um, artists from all over the place. So yeah, I love I love doing stuff like that. I'm super excited about this too. Do you guys know who Two Pedal Rose is by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, I'm a fan of him too. So and. Apparently he likes my work as well, so he's he's got two pieces from me, but he wants to do like a a collab too. But it won't be like a designer toy collab, like I'm taking his, his figure and I'm just going to draw it in my style. So that's also coming up that I'm super excited about as well. So it's crazy that I get to work with a lot of these like, you know, artists that I totally like look up to, so... Definitely thank, awesome. Thank you,
0: thank you. Okay guys, well, we've been talking for a little while here, so let's go ahead and start to wrap this show up. Uh, seven Sketches, if you wanna toss out all your social media uh, so people can find you out on the old internet.
3: Yeah, so I'm primarily um, active on Instagram, so you can follow me at, seven. so the number, Seven Sketches, so Seven Sketches on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can just type in Seven Sketches, it'll pop up. Um, I'm also on Twitter, but I don't. I barely use Twitter, but Seven Sketches as well. Awesome, Chris?
2: Uh, at Chris RWK and at robotswillkill. And Corey. Strange Cat
1: Toys and all the social medias and StrangeCatToys.com.
0: And I'm Travis Likens. You can find me at UVD Toys on all social media or uvdtoys.com. Uh, but we also want to take a second to thank our sponsors once again. We had Stickerfied, stickerfide.com, no love city, no love City.com. SD screen printing, sdscreenprinting.net. And TYO Toys. This has been the Urban Robot Cat Podcast, the show about art and the people who make it.
4: Yeah, my dukes are Paduks. The two scoop the raisin in the sun. Brother try to rally up, then daily dally for some room. Bird deckin double deckin and rubber in my boom. Check it out, Joe, I smile like Groucho Marks. I make a joke. Pokey pokey slide while I keg yo. Play me like a punk, like the penguin and the joker. Snooping in my biz, like Tom and Roxy Roca The bust the freaky 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 way the brothers with the Asian keys. Making cheese. What? And now he's wreck, records overseas. Holy smoke, oops your whole plan pooped up. Now you get kicks, nuff licks plus pooped up. Cause you can catch a quick job. We're trying to take the sticks. Pops tick to tock around the clock of shock while we lick shots goodness sakes, the stakes is high, I'm out, you out, abc ya. Yeah. bye. carry Rock, what's up doc, 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 I thought I saw a pudding tack, I did, I did the Humpty Dumpty, Bachelor Grumpy, picking a misquotish-quotique, how my style, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, picking it up, like Pinocchio, mid-di-di-da, undergone, humpty dumpty, camera, hump, no, so play, don't no, see, the no, suffer, suck attach, my missile to dance, no widers, after my seven, close, with stars, and so after me donkey chops, so leaping leprechauns, began, I'm pushing my pedal to the metal, working the rope for the and I love my booty pebbles. So howdy, my partner. I start stuck, mean up. So I phone Bob for I'm but me a up. Bob, Oh, where is my mic? Won't. Come that you I stretch like a condom. It's not like a wiener. A sausage, of course it's an direct it directive. But before my intro, get a bit of dust on my jacket So who is the nicest in your neighborhood? The reason, made it with the merry, crack, I'm and Captain Crunch, very good. So rock, rock, this boom, Chip, fool, was coming again? Give tanks and phrase The Smooth like the head, yes, i Teddy. My tongue starts to pickin' like Speedy. Take off your band, your bag, your piss and bag, and run the hole To shave pussy crap, down that mic, cause you can rap. Cause I'm dip, dip, driving, so socializing. Clean out your ears, yes, and open up your eyes. And I kick like Bruce Lee, and I'm Jean-Claude Van Damme. So then a da 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 Batman. I hip, hip, pop, hop, don't, don't, stop, stop. I'm harder than the friend, so coming up bigger than the truck rock. things again and again golly hot chewy macho like roscoe uh. randy sandwich mammoths we're gonna ding-a-ling with damage crown uh. race not antonish nor monty ghost Spanish like care for the non 2 lingo yeah. next a new hex to stand aside stringing seize like a bikini or panty line nut you might bust but you can't even come right despite the stroking and hoping to pull pulling a peace pipe huff and puff so what the f- is hopping on the lyric america spiritual but everybody's rocking flip a new hit catch back to the non i a sick concept with a tongue twist on my style That's rock loud, no fake raps, I push pals, I flip my scripts and hips, I hit the DeGoya, oh boy, as I say I saw my nana toss and chewy, hunk of fooey Regular monster, tough stuff, can I rock? What's up, da? Can we rock? What's up, doc? Can we rock? What's up, doc? Can we rock? What's up, doc? Can we rock? Piper, protected by viper. When I'm out the hooping, yo, you better decipher In other words, you better make a fucking decision Cause I'm gonna be a shack knife and cut you with precision Forget Tony Danza, I'm the boss When it comes to money, I'm like Dick the boss Now who's the first pick? Me, bro, this morning, morning. Not a Christian Leighton, not Alonzo Horton That's okay, not being braggartotion it's the shack is cuz I gotta go, I ain't no joke Now I slam it, what? jam it, oh. and make sure it's broke What's up, Doc?